Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to the Marriage is Tougher Than Woodpecker Lips podcast. This is Brian. And I'm Paul. We'd like to welcome you to a community meant for the men of the world to share our thoughts and perspectives on marriage. We can learn from each other's experiences and help each other be better husbands. Now, let's get right into the show. Thanks for tuning in. What we talked about today was our wives as the object of our affection. And something that stuck with me as we had this conversation was that we need to evaluate how we see our wives, but also we need to let her know <laughs> that how we see her and figure out the best way, and that may include a conversation of asking her um, how she best receives uh, our affection. Yeah, we also talk about practicing saying out loud what it is that we love and admire about our wives and you know, getting out of our head just that revolving idea of what it is and actually saying it to her. And the more we do that, the better we can be at it, the more often we can get it done. And uh, you know, hopefully the better she'll feel about it. So for the whole entire conversation, keep listening. Like many of our episode topics, they start with something that we may not be so good at or we may need to improve on. And this one is not any different. Um, so Brian, I was I'm telling Brian because he's my best friend, but I love my wife and I think she's amazing. And many people, probably most people I know, know that. But she doesn't always know and or feel that because I just don't tell her or show her in the way that she would best receive. Mm. Um, so as we talk about being the, ob- the object of our affection, like she is, like I think she's amazing. Um, and it's not in a obsessive, over-the-top, like unhealthy way. It's just I, well, I mean to me, you can objectively object, but I just, I I think she's great, but I just don't let her know. So <laughs> I'm going to be done with my rant. And uh, what do you think about when you think about like the object or affection or how we as husbands can see our wives? Uh, I think with, well, I guess what I'm trying to say is I think the same with most things, I tend to internalize it, right? So, there, and my wife will tell you this, there are often times where she will catch me like just staring at her, right? Um, you know, <laughs> hate to see her go, but watch, love to watch her leave, right? <laughs> <laughs> um but it's not purely a physical thing like i admire the way she handles the household right i admire the way she handles me right like when i get out of line with something like she's able to just talk about it right and and just state how she feels about something and state her disappointment in something without making me feel like I'm a moron, right? So there's, so there's a lot of things that go into 
her being the object of my affection. But like you said, I probably rarely have that specific sort of conversation with her to let her know how much I admire her and more specifically, like why I admire her. So that needs to be a thing. Um, I, I don't know why I don't do that though. I, if I think about it a little bit in this moment, I guess kind of piggybacking on what you said, it feels almost uncomfortable. And I'll try to explain that, right? If we don't know how our wife best receives this information, right? It might feel like a failure to us to deliver it in the wrong fashion, right? Because if she's to receive it and responds in a manner that's like kind of like shrugging it off, that you mm-hmm. said something like that, right? Then you might feel as a man like, well, why did I even say anything? But that's, it's your wife. There's really no excuse to be shy or like afraid of that reaction, right? She, she might just be right. doing it because she's not used to hearing it from you. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, how, all right, so I'll ask you this. How else do you, I guess, define how you see your wife? Because I, I kind of like went on a little rant and named a couple things. But for you, like what sticks out in your head? Um, so let me ask you. So what you're asking me is how do I define like what, what, what is things it that, that I admire or like what's what, what are I those things about her yeah 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 okay um it's like specific examples sure um basically the things you said for sure like how she handles me and my just dumb stuff that I do sometimes right yeah or even disagreements mm-hmm. right if we don't see eye to eye at first, like having that conversation, but not like berating or belittling, just like really in it to become better for the, like that the both of us are better. Um, You know, I think she's beautiful, right? So it's just like, that is there. So like, I'm trying to go beyond physical because it's assumed, but at the same time, like that needs to be said. Right. Or shown. And I'm not so good at that. Um, I love that she works hard. I love that she is a boss. Like, she literally is hired out as a contractor to come and run things. Um, And I love how she balances all that and, like, everything she manages at home, too. Mm. So, I mean, we, we share different things, but, like, the house would run a lot different if I was over everything in the house, right? And I understand that. And I try to let her know. Um, so it's kind of those things. Um, and just knowing that I can count on her and know that she's going to be there. I mean, I guess the ring kind of says that, but not really. Mm-hmm. Not with, you know, 
relationships that I've seen and people that I've coached, like, it's not always good to assume that. But I know I have that comfort level. And, um, you know, her voice and just her belief and wanting to get to know God more. Um, so, I mean, there's a lot. There's all that to say there's a lot that I could say that I'm not saying. And the more that I'm saying it, I'm realizing I'm not saying it. <laughs> <laughs> to her. Yeah, to her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh. but I was thinking when you asked, oh, did you have something to say? No, go ahead. I, I'll um, I'll wait. Because you said, you know, like, why don't we do it? And then I wrote down, like, was it modeled for us? Mm. Have we seen someone, has we seen a husband or has someone pulled us aside and said, hey, like, you should do this and this is how. This will help better. Your, this will just help her as a person. Like, this will edify and lift her up. Yeah. You know? And no. Like, you know, I had, you know, my parents have been married almost 50-something years. Is that real? 40-something years? I don't know. Long time. <laughs> um, but, like, as as you were talking, I was thinking, like, have I seen this modeled, you know, with my dad and, you know, other people of that I would see as I was growing up, you know, and then even now? And I don't think so. Hmm. So that raises the question then, is it private or public or both? Right? Is this is this something that, and I know how I... Like I know how this makes me feel right out of the jump, right? But just to pose the question, is this something that should typically happen in private? Is this something that should typically happen in public? Right? Or is it a combination of the two? For for me, I think it's a combination. Um, but I also feel like there are certain parts of our marriage that, right, especially when we are like loving on our wives, we we feel like we need to keep private, right? Like especially if I'm thinking if we're in a multi-couple scenario, there it feels like there are times where if I were to love on my wife in that manner that I might catch flack from the guys. But I don't think that's real. Yeah, I was about to say, what um, if it's a couple setting, like if it's a multi-couple setting, to me that would be that could be a little interesting as far as like why would they give you slack for Lebanon, and then if so, why do we let it affect us? Right. Well, that's because the thing. our wife is our forever. Yeah, <laughs> and and that's the thing. Like it's if they are giving you slack about it, it's probably more or less because they don't do it. Yeah. Right? And they're like trying to pull you back down, right? Like the whole crab in the pot. Like, no, you're mm -hmm. not getting out. Get, up, get back down here. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? Um, so that's the only thing that I could really put to that. But and, and uh, there's, I'm sure there's other reasons we might not do it. You know, but that was the first thing that came to mind 
I don't know, man. It, it's yeah. I mean, I think, like you said, I think it's a mixed. It's a mixture because you can. There are different ways you can say things in private and in public, but it can still be around the same topic. Like obviously, there are certain things within a marriage that go when you are talking about physical traits or physical attributes that you may say in public that you would not, you know, you may say in private that you wouldn't say in public, right? <laughs> right. right. <laughs> so thinking of that, um, but really I don't see, and if it's, if it's a way you show her that she's the object of your affection is more of a physical thing, um, just like, you know, non-sexual touch, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there may be, if you're in a mixed company, if you're around kids, um, you know, some PDAs are a different level to certain parents. So those things you may consider. But most of the time, uh, whatever you could say to her, I would say you can say in private or in public. Yeah. Um, and I think for me... I say more in public than I do in private. And I probably say more when she's not in earshot than when she is. Oh, I'm putting you on the spot. Are you ready? Yep. That's what we're here for. What's one thing you would want to say to her and how would you say it? Say it right now. (sighs) Wow. There's so many things. That's hard. Okay. Um, I would say currently speaking, I love how what would overwhelm me, you seem to just conquer it, cool, calm, and collected. So whether it be a bunch of last-minute things that pop up or a bunch of um, coordinating with people for travel, which is what's on my mind right now, like you just do it. And it's flawless, and it can, and you consider everyone. Mm. That's good. Yeah, that's good. I would have to say the first thing that you know jumps out for me about my wife is I love how when I am struggling with something, she allows me to just, for lack of better words, sink into her. Right. She sort of envelops me with her caring, right, by, by listening and trying to understand what it is I'm going through. Um, and because I am who I am at the moment, it's not so much just listening, but her actively trying to pull out of me what it is that I'm going through. And... It, it helps me to get it out, but also helps me to understand it myself as I have to explain it to her. So for that, I love my wife. And so the reason I wanted to do that is I think, like most things, if we become better practiced at you know, saying these types of things, and actually voicing them and not just having it trapped in our head like the idea like oh yeah she's really good at that right Mm -hmm. and if you're just thinking about it 
you you might not think all of the words. You just kind of have this idea of a situation, right? And you're not necessarily diving into it. You're just kind of you've got this ball of the situation kind of like floating in the air and you're mm-hmm. like, yeah, that right. was a really good situation. Right? Like, man, I, I like to think about that situation. Right. And then it kind of goes away. But if you really dive into it and specifically bring out what it was or what it is that your wife does or who she is and you verbalize that, it becomes easier to do that in the future. In my opinion, anyway. No, practice practice definitely makes it easier. Wow. That was good that's a good exercise i need like a reminder in my phone to uh (laughs) ask me that question throughout the week yeah that's that's awesome so let's talk about how do we so we're thinking about what to say verbally right Mm -hmm. what are some what are some other ways to let her let her know that we see her. Um, so I feel like we've brought this topic up before. Um, you know, how do we see her? How do we let her know? Um, I, the funny thing is I thought about this either yesterday or two days ago. Uh, you know, just random flowers like you said you do. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'd like to do that more. And I think I've been using the excuse of our debt journey not to do it <laughs> mm. like that's not a need they're just gonna die in a couple of days like <laughs> why would i do that well <laughs> i know why i would do it why i should do right. it and i'm just not doing it um so that's one way um i know i've said in the past right like the little games that we play with each other mm-hmm. right um you know, sneaking a little bit of physical uh, affection, you know, in the kitchen or something if the the kids are in the other room, right? Which we get caught all the time, but whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Caught, not caught. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, You know, so that's the first thing that jumps in my mind, things of of that nature. Yeah, for sure. I think all of those are good. Um, but to take it to the next level is actually having a conversation. Um, if you haven't already, or even a a check-in, you know, like is, you know, with your wife, like, Hey, like, I want you to know that I see you. Mm -hmm. One, do you feel like I see you? Um, I mean, cause I feel like you are the object of my affection, but I might not be doing it the best or I want to start showing you um, how I see you. Is there a way that you receive it? Or how would you like if I did like give some examples? And then that way, instead of her being like, you know, the traditional, if I tell him, it doesn't mean as much, you know, or why should I have to tell him how to, you know, those type of things to mm-hmm. debunk that come with some examples 
Or you could say, what is like the base level that, you know, you would like for me to show you affection so I can build off of that? Yeah. Um, so those are some some ideas. Yeah. So I think this is a good point to have the conversation of does it feel to some men by having that conversation that, you know what, now I am basically admitting my failure and that's an uncomfortable space to be in, right? So, which is the whole point of this podcast, right? We, we understand ourselves that we fail as husbands in some areas, right? Our wives are still with us, so we're not failures. Right. But there are some areas we could be better at or better in. And by having these uncomfortable or difficult situations, at least you'll know where you stand. Um, but I feel like there might be this, this area where is she going to think less of me because I'm asking for help in this area, right? Is it, does my wife just expect me to know to do this or how to do this? And if I go to her and admit, hey, listen, I don't think I'm serving you well enough in this area. Help me to be better. Is she just going to be like angry? <laughs> it's like, all right, well, now, I, you know, I see that you're finally admitting it. But I shouldn't have to tell you how to do it. <laughs> I I think it would be hard if you if we use those exact words. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm serving you well in this area. I don't think I'm serving you well when it comes to showing you how much I care about you or showing you how much I what I see about you or showing you all the things that I observe, like if you start with, I don't think I'm serving you well with, I think that will dissipate any, that'll bring the walls down, any Mm -hmm. angst in that. Um, But at the same time, the point of your question is that vulnerability of she may not receive what I'm saying, how I'm giving it. Like, she may see my weakness and be like, why are you weak in that area, basically? And I think that is the quintessential uh, thing about vulnerability. Like someone could definitely crush you while you come to them in that space. Um, So I think it's always a thought, but most of the time it works out well. I I would say basically all the time in your marriage, it works out well to come in that vulnerable state. Yeah. You know, and I think what I'm attempting to do is pull, pull the fear off the table. Mm. Right. Um, so men, just generally speaking, if you had to take a flight and it's only you and the pilot, you discover that the pilot is unconscious you just let the plane go down or do you try to fly the plane? Right? right. And, and so it's the same thing in our marriage. If, if we know that there's something wrong that could break our marriage, 
whether we know how to deal with it or not. Do we just let it go? Do we just let it break the marriage or do we do what we need to do as comfortable, as uncomfortable as it may be? Do we try to make those fixes or make those repairs? I mean, that's good. I think that's a perspective shift, Mm -hmm. right? We'll be like, oh, well, that's life and death. Well, this is life and death of your marriage. So (laughs) if you think of it that way, it might be easier to jump in. I like that analogy. Well, that's all I got. (laughs) (laughs) Just drop it. (laughs) Drop the pen. We out. Um, No, I think that was good. Walking through how to make... We we, we just want to make sure that our wives know how amazing we think they are. Mm -hmm. Um, Because it's good for her to know that. If nothing else, knowledge is power. But otherwise, who wouldn't want their person that they're spending their life with to tell them how they see them and how amazing they think they are? Yeah. And then the ability to watch her walk around in that confidence. Yeah. That's huge. Now that's all I've got. (laughs) (laughs) But... Hey guys, as we're wrapping up here, I just want to invite you to continue this conversation. You can always reach us over on Instagram, searching Marriage is Tougher. You can also hit us on the website or Facebook, and we will respond to all of your questions, inquiries, and uh, requests to be a guest on the show. So if that is something that you desire, please remember to do so. Make sure you also uh, like our episodes uh, wherever you find them on YouTube here, and make sure you subscribe so you get all this goodness as soon as we upload it in your brain. Thanks for listening. If you got any value out of this episode, we'd like to invite you to rate, follow, and review on your favorite podcast platform. If you would like to be a guest or want to have your questions answered, hit us up on our website, marriageistougher.com, or follow us on Facebook, searching Marriage is Tougher Than Woodpecker Lips. Thanks again. This is Paul. And this is Brian. We will talk to you next time.